welcome everyone to Phone Show Chat Podcast 791, recording this on Saturday, the 2nd of March 2024, a very advanced date, a rather scary date, but there we are. Um, I'm Steve Litchfield, with me my regular co-host up in North Wales, Ted Salmon. Hello everyone, greetings to you all. Yes, yeah, so I say scary, it's just that I can't believe it's 2024, it's just, it's just beggar's belief. Um, Joe Hickey, you're a youngster, 2024 seems normal to you, but welcome. It still seems um, scary, to be honest. <laughs> uh, where can people find you online, Joe? Um, so I'm often in MeWe, as you know. Um, oh. but I'm also on Twix every now and again. Hickey 85 I think it is, at jhickey85. And I'm also on Instagram sometimes, um, hickey85. And tell us about your wonderful podcast. Go on, plug it away. Yeah, me and me and Sam like to ramble on uh, on the Nomad Tech Project. We um, we're live on Sundays, uh, normally either eight or nine pm. Uh, we we go on the same the channel of the same name, the Nomad Tech Project. Check us out. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a free for all, isn't it? Recorded exactly as is live, no editing. So uh, any mess yes. up, just left in. <laughs> but you look at also the, the topics of conversation can veer in any direction. Is that fair to say? Yes, it's very fair. It can, can go anywhere, um, and it does sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I would encourage people to just pop in. I know it's a, an hour and a half or so, and it's just, just general chat, but it's quite fun. Just nip in for half an hour, join in the conversation, and ask some questions of Sam and Joe. And you have guests as well. I think there's a guest coming up uh, tomorrow. Yeah, we've got Kia 2 Technical tomorrow. Uh, should be good. Yeah, yeah. And so, so and I'm, I've been on once, Ted's been on once, and, if, and if there's a bit of cross-pollination between various podcasts and channels. But yeah, we'll put a link to Nomad Tech Project uh, channel in the show notes, which will be at stevelitchfield.com. Everything Ted does is tedsalmon.com, and links on both of those to buy us beers and coffees if you like the forthcoming hour and our weekly podcasts. One sad note, Ted, um, RIP David Gilson, friend of mine from the All About Symbian, yeah. All About Windows Phone Days. All about Mego. He was very um, keen on the other platforms. Yeah. Um, he died a week ago suddenly uh, after an infection. Uh, he, he wrote for the sites for about five years and made made some friends and was on the podcast a few times as well. But um, yes, we'll put a link in the show notes to his memorial service video if you indeed knew him. And there are very some, sad. Yeah, there I, some... I, knew, I, I I never met him, but I did know him from being a, a part of the, the 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 gang of the All Abouts bit, yeah. and we spoke on the phone many times, and we we talked about tech a lot. So I mean, yeah. I haven't I, I haven't spoken to him recently, but um, yeah, it, that's very sad indeed. Yeah, he was on the our podcast here at PSC, I think two or three times at least over the yeah, over yeah. the decade. So we. His voice was familiar. He was living in Nova Scotia with his wife and family, young family, um, the last few years, which is why he's been off the scene. But he originally came from Hull, and they're going to come out, come down to Hull um, in the next week or two and do a memorial service in the UK as well. So if you're in the Hull area and you knew him, then by all means pop along. Um, we've had some new device launches, this being MWC week. Um, I take it you were you invited to MWC after all your other events, Joe? And no, uh, I wasn't so lucky to be invited to that one, sadly. You couldn't have coped with a third event on the, on the trot, surely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be very lucky, wouldn't it? All right, anyway. Um, the, the Xiaomi 14 Ultra looked quite decent. Highlight 6.7-inch AMOLED screen, Snapdragon 8 Gen 3, quad camera, including 32 times and 5 times telephotos, both 50 megapixel, which is all rather nice. So there's kind of zero zoom gap from the ultra-wide through to about 10 times. 
So I think this is the most comprehensive quality phone camera zoom ever, which is quite impressive. Um, stereo speakers, optical fingerprints, uh, sensor, 5,000 mAh battery, Android 14, Hyper OS, £1,300, including VAT for a Xiaomi phone. Wow, Ted. That's, the Xiaomi, <laughs> Xiaomi's were the budget option, weren't they, three or four years ago? But they certainly were the budget option when they started out, and they have changed very much since those days. Um, and we know lots of people who are very, very pro Xiaomi in our group and in our circle. Yeah. Um, for me, for me personally, I'm not. But um, you know, you've got to you've got to take your hat off to them that they're pushing the uh, the boundaries and so forth. And this Hyper OS, I didn't realise this was coming um, out of the factory with Hyper OS on, OS yeah. on. Um, but, uh, yeah, it would be interesting to see how that, that works out. Yes, based on Android 14. There is a two-stage aperture in the camera, which you can kind of jump on, Ted, but you've looked at some reviews. <laughs> Well, yeah, but the, the, what, what the reviews are saying really is that those that have tested it out are saying there's really no discernible difference. I, I saw some shots that were taken uh, in parallel between the, 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 um, 1.4 and 4.0, is it? Um, and they were showing that, yes, okay, if you look closely, there is a little bit more, um, bouquet in the background but it's really not much and it's a bit of a bit kind of smoke and mirrors thing really yes yeah, kind of a bit like bit like the nokia n ninety six n86 from bygone beauties we covered a few weeks ago and from 2009 which had a two-stage aperture and the only point there and they actually described it as such of the smaller aperture was to stop the sensor being completely overloaded um in bright sunlight and shots being blown out and it's kind of the same here really in terms of bokeh and depth of field Physics says you, you really shouldn't notice, so I think I'm not surprised. You'd need a very wide aperture range and continuously yeah. variable to get close to the perfect Ted Salmon camera phone. Uh, and, a, and a huge bit of glass as well, uh, at least one, and lots of them moving in parallel. Let's not go there. Yeah. Um, also released, the, and we'll let Joe have a, his stab at uh, thoughts on both devices in a moment, but uh, uh, the Honor Magic 6 Pro Highlight 6.8-inch OLED, so dramatically different from 6.7, Ted. Um, also, Snapdragon 8 Gen 3, <laughs> triple camera, with only a 2.5 times telephoto single. Stereo speakers, optical FPS, 5,600 mAh battery, which is quite capacious. Android 14, yet again. Magic OS, £1,100, including VAT, but you do get a £200 off voucher if you're getting quick. And, and I, experience has shown that these vouchers tend to persist. So let's just call it a £900, including VAT, which I think is pretty darn good for that kind of spec. Um, Ted? So, uh, again, the, they're claiming a two-stage aperture, but, uh, again, yeah. it's like no discernible difference, which is a real shame. It's a shame they can't move that forward. It's physics, isn't it? And that's the way it is. They're, they're, both of these are very big handsets, so they're, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to go after, um, Samsung Galaxy S23 and 24, aren't they? The, the ultra models. Um, yeah. and this is their, their stab at it. So yeah. we'll see how they get on. I'm going to predict that in two or three years time, we'll have many smartphone flagships with variable aperture and it will be proper continuously variable aperture. And then at last, you may get a chance to try out what you've always wanted in a camera phone, Ted. And it may even be that the iPhone gets there first, which will be very interesting and rather galling, but you may wish to just test it and then prove whether you need it or not. Highly unlikely. <laughs> Both look very competent <laughs> handsets, the uh, Honor Magic 6 Pro and the Xiaomi 14 Ultra. But I would argue, as usual, 
For someone who already owns a smartphone flagship for the last couple of years, any smartphone flagship, there's very little here that makes it worth dipping into the wallet yet again. So, Joe, you're a, you're in with all the latest Snapdragon and top spec hardware. Can you convince me otherwise, or would you agree? Uh, I think I can agree, really. It's, it's hard to argue with you against that. I mean, for gamers, the HM3 is probably better with improvement, improvements on the CPU and GPU. Um, but if that's what someone wants to get a phone for, um, I'd um, aim towards the gaming phones like ROG yeah. or the um, Red Magic, really. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm, I, I'm, I'm largely turned off by phones that I know that as soon as they get in my hands, I, I'm going to want to put Nova Prime launcher on it because <laughs> I, because I just don't like the way they do Android, these, these firms. And that goes for Honor and Xiaomi. Although actually I did see, um, to be fair, I did see a, 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 a video of the Magic OS at the, a couple of days ago. And it did look as though they were kind of making it a bit better. But I, I know, I know people will shout at me and say the Xiaomi front end's really nice. It's what you get used to to some degree. But for me, I, the first thing I would do is just get rid of it all and, and try and you know to, to to vanilla it i don't understand why more companies don't just stay vanilla and do what sony do and just add a couple of tweaks of their own by all means mm. put in some ecosystem plays and your your own movie store your own music store but add all that in even add in linkedin if you have to add in facebook if you absolutely have to but let's just have a vanilla android android interface and differentiate in terms of the hardware and the camera and the battery life and so forth i don't see why you need to have all of these different skins all presenting and the same Android 14 in slightly different ways. Well, I, I think the answer is what I said. Really, is that they 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 got their fans and their fans like what they do right. and they do their they market their market research and all the rest of it. And you know, we know I, I, we know people in our circuit who think that the way that Xiaomi does it is great and they love the interface. So you know, it's each to their own as, as usual, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Now, Joe Hickey, you've been, uh, as part of one of the Snapdragon Insider community, which is for which well done, by the way, um, you've been to both Hawaii and San Francisco for two different events. Do you want to just introduce what each of the event was and maybe a couple of highlights from each? Yeah, of course, yeah, I'd love to. Um, Hawaii was amazing. That was for the Snapdragon Summit back in October. Um, that's when I got to see the, the keynote for the HM3 uh, the X Elite and all some of the other stuff that was coming this year with Snapdragon. That was fantastic. Um, we had a few excursions as well, um, some nice meals as well. It was They really looked after us, which was good. Um, San Francisco was the Samsung Galaxy Unpacked event. Uh, again, that was awesome. Um, the, the show that uh, Samsung put on with that massive screen, um, the atmosphere inside, it was a hockey stadium, so there was quite a lot of people there. Um, it was, really was amazing. Yeah, I saw some of the videos from the Galaxy Unpacked. It, it, it did look like a, a huge, like Wembley Stadium s- scale event, and sort of screens everywhere which way you look. Not quite up to the Las Vegas Globe thing that you two have been playing in, but not far off. Yeah, it was impressive. Very impressive. I'm fascinated by some of these trip shows because I've been on a few of these um, jollies myself. <laughs> I call them jollies. I think that's fair enough. Um, yeah. You go there and <laughs> there are some keynotes there and there are some tech hands on, which are all great fun. I kind of, they put on, you know, boat trips and, and coach trips and it's all jolly fun. But uh, I found I just wanted more time with the technology and less time on the fun stuff. Maybe I'm just not a very fun person or very too tech centric. But what was the balance like for you in terms of the excursions versus the actual core of the tech stuff 
Uh, it wasn't. It's not too bad with Snapdragon because um, they aim it to use their tech. So we did a lot of hands-on uh, with the tech. Okay. In after the unpacked event, that we got um, given S24 Ultras, um, which apparently I've got to give back on the 31st of December. I'm not sure Samsung will really want them back, but let's see. Uh, but yeah, we've been testing them straight away, which was pretty cool. Yeah, 31st of December 2024 is code for we don't actually need them back ever. It's, it's to make you feel yeah. like you could. <laughs> basically, they say that, uh, I think, so that you won't sell it and try and make which, yeah. you, which you wouldn't do anyway. But that means no. you cannot sell it, but we're really not going to ask for it back. And if you keep it into 2025, I'm sure it's it's you, yours and you can use it with your primary SIM. Yeah, I should suspect so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So where is your main SIM right now? Is it in the S24 Ultra? It is indeed, yeah. I'm still testing it out. Um, it took a long time for an update to come, didn't it? <laughs> so I didn't want to really put through the tests until that update came through. Um, the camera is improved on last year's, um, I think, but the saturation is still very much there. Shutter lag is improved, though, which um, will please a lot of people. A lot of people were saying that it's not very good photographing moving um, pe- people like kids or, or pets. And it still has problems compared to things like the Pixels and the iPhone. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, it's it's, it's improved, but it's still um, not quite at Pixel level um, or Sony level. Yeah, I was also told and saw some photo proof that uh, the, the sharpening and the edge enhancement has been dialed back. In other words, photos look a bit more natural to last year. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's why I think it's improved. The processing yeah. isn't as strong on it, which is much better because I prefer the more um, natural looking images from pixels yeah and at the risk of i know you're going to agree with me here but you also agree that the five times telephoto is better than the 10 times because it just gives you more options and no zoom gap absolutely yeah i think that's a massive improvement on the device to be honest um the 5x is a more usable focal length for a lot of people so yeah i 100 percent agree there What's this thing about screen clarity? Because apparently you get a, a a more matte, less reflective screen, but doesn't that also decrease the sort of contrast and the, the pop of the display to your eyes? Um, maybe. I, I mean, I don't have vivid mode on. I always have natural mode on anyway, because um, I prefer that more natural look. But I would take the matte finish over um, a real vivid reflective display. It really is impressive what they've done. Um, you, you've probably seen on YouTube people comparing that yeah, against other yeah. devices. It really is it's really well done what they've done. But I've ruined it with my um, screen protector. <laughs> let's, just, let's go there. I cannot let you carry on. Why the Dickens <laughs> are you covering that glorious, to absolute top spec screen with the nice anti-reflective coating, etc., etc.? All of that, and you're putting a cheap bit of plastic on top of it. Well, why? Oh no, no, it's a it's a glass one. Okay, all right. Why are you covering? Gorilla Glass Victus 2 with all those attributes with more glass. Why? Well, I, there's a couple of aspects to it. One is habit. <laughs> I do it with all my devices. Um, two, because this one's a loan phone, although they probably won't ask for it back. I just have that fear. And three, because I see devices at work all the time and their screen protectors absolutely ruined. Um, but when you take it off, the screen's absolutely fine but underneath um so yeah I, I feel like it does help yeah but the, the screen your glass screen protector is still 
um, more fragile and less tough than the screen underneath it. And in other words, the Gorilla Glass Victors 2 would be com- more or less completely immune to everyday scratches, whereas your screen protector you put on, that's going to pick up micro scratches and it will look worse. Yeah, but I can change the screen protector. Um, <laughs> you don't, you don't the need that in the first place, though, is my point. Sorry, I'm ranting. Yeah, I, I hear you, but because I work and see people's phones all day long and the, the the look of them sometimes, I do wonder what they do. It's like they must 24-7 rub their keys on the screen All right, because um, they look so bad. Um, it does make you yeah. think, oh, I better have a screen protector. All right, I'll, I'll stop rubbing on you there. The, the, <laughs> the, Ted, the, um, the, the, the sort of matte anti-reflective look of the display on the S24 Ultra, now, I think that would appeal to you because you like the TCL um, new, new anti-reflective screens, and this looks like taking you into the Samsung top-end world, but with the same display attributes. I wasn't really aware of this, I have to say. Um, this is all new to me. I'd not really looked at it. But, but you're right about the TCL um, display. I think that is fantastic. Um, and I think that that, you know, obviously you're, the, the payoff is going to be the the, the, the the bright, saturated Samsung colours and the, the, the super sharpness. But it's it's a matte experience. And I don't know, tell me more, Joe, about this the, the the look of this is it have you seen the one of the tcl um next paper devices no i'd love to have hands on with one um i don't think it's quite like that um it's just more anti-reflective um so it's i mean the screen's still amazing it's it's very vivid it's beautiful uh, very sharp um so i wouldn't say it's the same as the tcl it's a bit of a different tech um, but yeah i'd love to have hands on so, so you put the S24 Ultra next to your S23 Ultra, and you can see that it's not reflecting as much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. Okay. Well, I think that is different to what TCL are doing, certainly, um, which is why I was quite surprised. I thought you were suggesting, Steve, that it was a kind of next paper experience. <laughs> I just thought it might be a similar um, step change from one style of screen right. to another. And given yeah. that you do like your existing S23 Ultra, which you own, imagine mm. that, but with a less reflective screen. And maybe yeah, the maybe, S24 Ultra I'll, one day might be an upgrade. I guess so. But I, I, I think reflective screens are, are just... These screens are so bright now that, you know, if you want to have a traditional inverted commas screen, out, even out in the sunshine, that these these modern Samsungs are just brilliant anyway. The, the, the whole next paper thing is just a different level altogether and a different technology and a different way of doing things. Um, but I don't think that... I don't think your average Samsung Galaxy fan would be interested in a TCL next paper display, frankly. <laughs> um, they, they'd have some way to go on that. Yeah, it seems like, to me a bit like the difference. Do you remember back in the Nokia days, Ted, when we had um, clear black display, CBD Nokia launched? Yeah. Uh, and with, mm. launched it with, I think, the Nokia E7. And all of a sudden you had screens that you could see outside because they, they yeah. the polarisation filters, they kind of cut out most of the reflections. And I'm wondering whether there's something similar going on here with the S24 Ultra, but I yeah, think maybe. I'd have to have it in my hands just to know for sure. Yeah. Um, Joe, you've presumably still got your one of your Pixels? Yeah, my Pixel 8 Pro. I still have that. I bought that outright uh, from Google. Um, and yeah, I would never let that go, I don't think. I love having it around. <laughs> so given that you've also got, and when, when you're recording or at least, um, doing Skype for this podcast on your Sony Xperia 1 Mark V, hooray, um, that's three very top-end handsets. How the dickens do you decide in any given week or month 
where your main sim is going to be? Do you just just swap it around for the sake of it, or is there a particular favourite? Um, well, at the moment, it just stays in the S24 Ultra, um, and then I bring either the Pixel or the Sony out with me um, in my pocket just in case I want to take pictures with it. Um, yeah, it's a bit odd, I must admit, and, <laughs> and my wife argues that I shouldn't have three phones, um, <laughs> but it's what I like. Yeah, so, don't, don't, yeah. Let, don't let Samsung's PR people hear you saying, I, I take along the Galaxy S24 Ultra as my main SIM, but if I want to take a p- picture, I use my Pixel. <laughs> they won't like that. Yeah. Um, I, I do take shots with the S24 Ultra as well, um, but I feel I have to edit them images because to you, my liking. Do you find that you're using the Sony to, to take photographs or is it kind of too much hassle and too manual and too specialist for you when you can just kind of, take out a pixel or a samsung that is a good question ted because um majority of the time i prefer the pixel because it's the best point and shoot um there's certain scenarios if i've got a bit more time i do love playing with the sony and trying to dial in i'm not the best photographer in the world uh definitely got a lot to learn but yeah i do like trying um but yeah you are right ted point and shoot the pixel's the one for me i think most people are, are and i think this is why sony are struggling to mm-hmm. main, maintain interest, particularly in America with their Xperia line, um, because for those that know what it can do and can make the most of it, they're head over heels um, and, and fine with it. But for average Joe, no pun intended, <laughs> um, you know, everyone else wants to just point and shoot, don't they? Yeah. I must say with the Sony, though, they are massively improved on the auto, yeah. uh, even on the um, pro mode. You can have it all on auto, and it does quite yeah. well. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any experience? Uh, I'm sure you asked answered this last time with iPhone and iOS. You work in mobile retail, so you must have some lots of iPhone owners coming into the shop and so forth. Yeah, that would be an understatement. It's a lot of iPhone users. Um, I still have the 13 Pro Max as my work phone. Um, okay. That goes to work with me, and then comes home and sits on the side. Um, Still not a fan of iOS, but I do appreciate the hardware, definitely. Yeah, so in fact, uh, from going from three phones, you've got this as a fourth phone, so you've got four <laughs> phones with you sometimes. Yes, uh, and I do own a Microsoft Duo as well. <laughs> <laughs> there are, yeah, that's five, okay. You basically need, need a man bag slung over your shoulder. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, any apps you want to highlight? Would you let guests um, sort of pick things that people might not have known of? So do you want to just fire away with a few picks? Yeah, so the basic game that I've got back into, I used to play a long time ago, and it's it's linked to my Facebook account, so I could still progress from where I was at. It's called Two Dots. Very, very simple, um, but it isn't too taxing for my little brain, so I enjoy it. Um, and the other one, probably people have probably heard of already, it's called Too Good To Go. Um, yeah, this is yeah. where you can get uh, food uh, that would otherwise be thrown away. Um, quite cheaply so an example the other day i got uh crispy creams a box of six donuts for 4.95 normally that would be 13.95 and my daughter enjoyed them yeah we've tried this a few times but uh, they say yes you have to pick up between 4.45 and 5 p.m on a on on the appropriate day and trying to time it so that you arrive in their slot and then when you they get there get there they say oh sorry those were off or those have gone you'll have to have something else so we haven't had a completely 100% experience but I do agree the savings are good yeah it's, it's, that is one of the caveats to it I mean I, I'm lucky because I work in town um, next to a lot of stores right, right. Um, 
I finish work and quickly pop pop there. Um, Costa's quite good. I've had some good ones from Costa with the toasties. Um, and Wenzel's I'm a big fan of. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're not uh, expanding your waistline with all of this. Uh, I have since I've changed job, if I'm honest. Yeah. That's something I need to work on. Ted, are people allowed to know, I can edit this out if not, about the new MeWe group and how do they get into the, the PSC Health? Is that appropriate here? Yeah, yeah, then that's fine. I'm, I'm quite happy for people to do that. We, we started a, I, I was diagnosed, um, a, a week or so ago with, um, type 2 diabetes, which apparently is more common than I thought, like one in 10 Americans and one in eight Brits apparently have got type 2 diabetes now um and i thought to myself there's nowhere really that there's quite a lot of people in our miwi setup that um could well have some health issues including me and there was nowhere really to isolate that conversation away from all the tech stuff so we set up i set up um a a badged psc health group um and you know we'll put links in the show notes if anyone wants to join that and if you want to chat to us about um health um in any any aspect of health mental health physical health whatever that's what it's there for so you know if you if you fancy joining in with that um link in the show notes i imagine that uh, uh eating a box of six crispy creams donuts i think my blood sugar will be to the roof so yeah yeah <laughs> uh, anyway joe yeah. you're, you're a youngster you don't need to join all this there's men's health um, for for sixty year old people who are trying to desperately keep things together, you're a youngster. You can eat the heck what the heck you want. I don't know because my, my on my mum's side, there's a lot of heart conditions, um, so I do have to be careful, um, definitely, especially eating <laughs> six donuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you had a rant, well, not a rant, more a sort of plea. Do you want to take us through that? Yeah. So this is to tech enthusiasts. Um, please help the normal mobs out because. Um, what I experience at work is horrific at times. Um, so their phones are an absolute mess most of the time. They have six plus home screens with many, uh, many apps duplicated, hovering randomly. Like how many times you need WhatsApp on your screen? I don't know. Um, there's zero handy widgets. They don't even know what widgets are, uh, which baffles me. Um, they have over a thousand emails sitting in there. They don't clear them out, which is unreal. Um, they have notifications from Chrome because um, they, they push yes to every website they visit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. And, and, and also tell them to clean their phone every now and again. Yeah. Um, that would, that would be very nice. Yeah. I, I found uh, with sort of normal website, I go out to help and they, ha- they have the faintest idea how to use anything remotely advanced on the phone. No, I'm not talking about stuff buried in settings. Most of them have never swiped down from the top of their screen, whether it's an iPhone or an Android phone. They, if you swipe down from the top of the screen and show them how to turn on, you know, do not disturb or something. How did you get to that? What did you do? Where's that? I haven't seen that before. How could you not have seen that before? Anybody <laughs> listening to this will be swiping down from the top of their screen on any smartphone, what, 50, 100 times a day. How can they not know that particular interface gesture? It's just, just bizarre. Mm-hmm. mind blowing that that's the highlight exactly what i'm saying <laughs> just uh, going back on that point joe i've got a bit of the opposite problem the the two main norm mobs i know um they keep deleting everything so if they <laughs> all their text messages they've got they just when they've read them they just delete them and when they've finished with their emails incoming emails they delete them and as much as i tell them you don't when they when a calendar event has gone 
they just delete it. If it, if it was yesterday, that's it. It's gone. No record keeping <laughs> of any sort. And I thought, well, you might want to refer back to any of this stuff. No, no, we want to keep it clean. We delete our stuff. And that, I think, is just like bonkers when um, even an unpaid for Google account um, is almost endless in terms of being able to store email and um, and, and, um, and, and calendar events and, and the PIM stuff. So I think there's, that's the other side of the coin with normobs. Yes, <laughs> people, it's bizarre really because just taking one photo on their phone will use up far more space on their phone than all of the calendar events and emails yeah. that they're trying to clear the space from. One yeah, photo. Exactly. They have no idea exactly how big all this stuff is, but yeah. Oh, well, we do we do wish you well with your, your parents and IT support, Ted. I'm sure you're doing a grand job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't, I didn't say it was then. <laughs> uh, Joe, do you still have those sort of Qualcomm Facebook smart glasses? I, I vaguely remember you you were showing them off at one of the events, and I, I'm fascinated because we haven't covered this on PSC at all. And I, we've all seen dozens of Apple Vision Pro £3,500 reviews and opinions, but I haven't seen very much on these these other smart glasses that you've been trying. So can you introduce what they are, what you can do with them, and what you think of them? Yeah, I absolutely love my Meta Ray-Bans. Um, so I'll start off with the case that they come in. Um, I've actually dropped a picture in show notes, although it's not working. Um, I did drop a picture. It's not there. I can, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. Oh, you can see it. Oh, excellent. Yeah, it's a beautiful uh, leather ca- look case um, with USB-C charging at the bottom. Um, so that's straight away. You open the box and you present it with that. Uh, and I believe it has eight charges um, in the case, which is excellent. The glasses themselves, they're fairly lightweight. Um, the ones I have transition lenses. Uh, so they double up as sunglasses for me as well. Uh, you can control media, but it's only basic. So it's volume, um, play and pause. Um, but it's nice to have. That's on the arm on the right-hand side. Uh, you can also you have like a shutter button on the right-hand side. Uh, if you long press it, you can do uh, up to a 60-minute video at 1080p. 60 um, seconds or 60 minutes. Yeah. Uh, seconds sorry yeah, yeah. you're right seconds <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, and if you short press it you can take a, a shot um, it's only a 12 megapixel um, camera but it's actually quite impressive for the size of the um, sensor um, some really nice output I think personally in good light that is it kind of falls apart a little bit um, in bad lighting um, which is a bit to be expected um, what else should I say about them I often do use them um, to listen to podcasts like PSC uh, on my bus, which is great. And there's not too much bleed on them because they have got speakers at the very back as well. Okay. Um, and also when I'm in the room with my wife, I sometimes edit videos. I'm able to do that, but still be in the room, which is quite nice as well. So if you've got these uh, Meta Ray-Bans on, what are you actually seeing overlaid on your vision? Is, 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 it, is this all audio? Um, yeah. So, so there's, there's no visual this, interface at all? No, no visual interface at all, no. Um, but you can interact with Meta, so you can say, hey, Meta, and um, do things like you can say, take a shot or play my music, stuff like that. Um, obviously, it's linked to all the Meta apps of Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram. You can actually go live on Instagram as well, um, and there's no time limit on that, but it's um, only 720p. How do you get on if you've got um, eyesight where you'd normally need glasses? Are these available in prescription form, or do you how do you double up there? 
yeah, so you can have um, prescription lenses in them. Um, Vision Express sell them. I'm not sure who else. Uh, Vision Express definitely do. Okay. Um, did you normally wear glasses? I can't remember. I don't know. So you've got no, perfect 2020 20 eyesight. <laughs> Very good. Well, so, yeah. I maybe need to get that tested soon because um, <laughs> heading towards my 40s and they say it's a good idea to, to get it tested again. Do you remember the old Google Glass from sort of 10 years ago? Do you remember the, the Google demos? Yeah, I remember seeing them, but I didn't. I never really saw much into it. Um, it's a shame, really. It it died. Yeah, I, that that was always my concept. That what I wanted in a, in a glasses mounted product is something that just superimposed notifications, you know, and, and sat nav instructions, that sort of thing, just in the corner of my field of view. But um, this seems like it's going in a totally different direction. But I I dearly love something that had the best of both worlds, really. I'm sure if Google Glass was done in 2024, it would have the Google Assistant or Bard or something built in. And maybe maybe we're getting there, but it's quite an exciting, exciting field. Um, and you're going to carry on using the Ray-Bans. And I can't see any reason why, given your, you've got good eyes, you couldn't just use them for, for a long time. Yeah, definitely, because they double up as my sunglasses as well. Yeah. Because um, Ray-Bans are pretty cool. They're Wayfarer, the ones I've got, uh, classic look. So I could do with them being a bit smaller, but... I got them free, so I can't complain. <laughs> how much? How much are they? If you've got to, if you had to buy them, uh, I think they're around just over two hundred pounds from the top of my head. Okay. Um, but <laughs> how do they charge? Is it like a wireless charging when they're in the case? Uh, no, so you, it's USB C into the case. Yeah, and then um, and you, the glasses pop into like a little dock in the case. Okay, right. Yes. Yeah, like like contact points. Yeah. Yes, that's it. Yeah, on okay. the nose part. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get to be Snapdragon Insider of the Month? Who did you bribe? Good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how that happened, um, but I was very proud of it and very pleased to get it. Um, yeah, yeah, I, well I really done. don't know how I got it. Um, apparently, I'm I bring good energy and positive vibes. Um, is what Greg said, the guy who's um, inside the lead. So yeah, I'll yeah. take it. Very good, and you've got, <laughs> you you put up some of the sort of edited highlights of some of these trips up on your on the No Bad Tech Project channel or a different channel. Um, so I put it up on my because um, it was yesterday was the third anniversary of the Snapdragon Insiders. Okay. Um, so it was all celebrating that, and I made a little video of some of the pictures from my um, events I've been to. Uh, I popped that on my Twitter and my Instagram. Okay, and and, and actually, there's some yeah. footage from the glasses on there. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, no, I enjoy both of your videos there. Um, yeah. For those, Joe, who don't know what a Snapdragon Insider is, Snapdragon, obviously, we hear that in the, in the context of it's the name of a, a particular chip. But do you want to explain um, exactly what's involved here? Yeah, so it's just a community of um, tech fans specifically into Snapdragon. Um, so there's, what's good about it is it covers all different devices because they're in so many different brands. So you can be an a OnePlus fan, an Honor fan, Xiaomi fan, Samsung, uh, and it covers all different bases. Um, of course, they do headphones, gaming, and chips for all different things as well. So it's very easy to join. You just um, join in with uh, Instagram and um, Twix. So take photos of your devices, um, do the hashtag shot on Snapdragon. Uh, there's also a Discord to join, and there's all different um, channels in there. So there's gaming, photography, a general chat, so whatever you're into, um, there's people there that are like-minded. Is it also support for people that have got problems? Um, not so much, but then 
we do support each other yeah so if you've got a question you can open it up to to some of the other guys and i i I guess you don't get anyone in the insider thing that's actually from qualcomm so there is some people in there yeah um and they jump in and in and out the chat every now and again so that's nice yeah but it's quite handy, really, as you say, that all of these different manufacturer phones, they all qualify because they're all using a Snapdragon chip. So unless someone turns up with a Pixel, which is using a Tensor chip, which would be no-go, or an iPhone using one of the uh, A-something a Bionic chips, but every other phone has got a Snapdragon of some kind. Yeah, absolutely. And so other la- many laptops people. and tablets and all sorts of stuff. I, I suppose that the, the, the world is your oyster, really, if it's anything with a Snapdragon in it. Yeah. Even the new BMW i7 has a Snapdragon yeah, chassis. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They give you one of those to review. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so the so the, the 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 kudos of being insider of the month. They change that and nominate one person, a different person each month. Do they? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm not sure so how you, you get nominated, but <laughs> so you so you are now no longer the insider of the month. <laughs> yeah, technically, I'm, I'm still going to milk it for forever. <laughs> did they give you a t-shirt? Uh, no, but I did get some t-shirts um, while I was in Hawaii, so that was nice. Are you allowed to be nominated twice? Good question. Um, right. I wouldn't think that'd be fair because there is a lot of Snapdragon insiders. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess technically you could be, but um, I think they would rather pick someone different you, sure you put mention in the notes of an sdx elite um chip inside a laptop what's this about joe yeah so um the snapdragon x elite chip is very exciting uh for windows on arm um so it, it benchmarks um better than the x the m2 the apple m2 um so the benchmarks are very good and the they've done some stable diffusion um producing images and against the Intel um, 7 Ultra chipset, and it's doing that much quicker as well. So the AI feat yeah, with the MPU in there is very good as well. Uh, it's really exciting chip, for, especially for Windows on ARM, because that, that's slowly developed, but um, it's getting much better now. What happens if you want to run a, a normal Win32 or a Win64 application on such a device? Is there like an emulation layer? Um, I'm not sure if you can. I think you probably could, um, but I'm not that in in with the um, Windows on ARM. Um, okay. th- there was a Windows Insider in Hawaii with us, actually. It was a Snapdragon Insider and a Windows Insider. Um, <laughs> so he, he's much more knowledgeable on that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully you're okay to stay with us to the rest of the show, Joe. Oh, it would be a pleasure, yeah. I love listening to you guys. Now, Ted, uh, what have you been up to this week? I know we've had health issues referring to the aforementioned MeWe group, um, but uh, any particular things you want to come to and focus on? I've just been so um, bogged down with this whole health thing this week. I haven't, to be honest, I haven't done an awful lot. I've still got the Xperia 5 Mark 5, which you sent over, which I sadly have not really looked at very much at all this week. Um, What I will say, though, is that I don't like... um, the the fact that it's fatter. I don't know if you noticed this when you had it, but it, compared to the 5 Mark IV, um, it's just fatter. It's, and it's only a few millimetres. It's like four millimetres fatter. Do you mean fatter just, as in width in the hand or depth? No, not width, as in fat. How, 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 how thick it is, yeah. Okay. Thick it is. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, so uh, I just don't like it. I think when I when I hold it next to my Mark IV, I much much prefer the Mark IV. It feels it feels more stealth like and 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 smaller in the hand and. I don't like that about it. I don't like, as I think I mentioned last week, I don't like the fact they've taken away the hour march of the always-on display. Yeah, and yeah. I don't like they've taken away the, the notification LED. But apart from that, I, from what I've seen so far, it kind of, uh, yeah, it's what you would expect from a incremental update. Um, so it, it's absolutely fine. Um, uh, but I'll come back to that next week hopefully i'll have some more time to actually do some sort of comparison more formally um i wept this week though the microsoft surface duo 2 you do you remember that thing that um was was banded around with the the original generation surface duos where they lots of them had splits and damage around the usb-c port yeah 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 well, I was very careful with Ben's one when I had it, and I kept looking at it, expecting that to happen to that. It never did. This um, Mark, uh, sorry, um, Duo 2, I, I just happened to notice today that there's a split around the USB-C 2 port, and it's just so annoying because I, you know what I'm like with devices being damaged, and I, I just don't know what to do about it. I don't know whether to glue it back to into place or, or just cut it neatly off or whatever it is. It doesn't really affect, to be honest, the, the functioning of the phone. It's, it's all just a bit of kind of plastic surround, really, but it's just so annoying. It's such a gorgeous phone, and then suddenly... It's it's broken. Now, I've got this theory, which I know you're going to poo-poo and say, no, no, no. <laughs> it's that dock. I, you know that I always, I always, you had this 3D dock printed, and it, and it yeah. kind of travels with the phone wherever it went. And I was always really dubious about that when I was taking it in and out of this dock. And I said to you before, it just doesn't feel right. I, and you ease it in really gently and carefully. And, and I think I my theory is that over time, that dock has kind of made this damage happen, has ripped it out or it's, or it's done something to it. Um, I haven't used the dock an awful lot just for testing because you know I didn't like it. But I know that you, by your own admission, while you've had the phone, um, have you know had it in and out of there uh, on an hourly basis and it, you, you, you didn't see the problem that I was talking about. Anyway, I mean, it might not be that, but that's my theory. I, I did not on an hourly basis. I probably twice a day I'd take it in and out of the dock. But and I, I think you're actually right. I, I think the the extra strains and the extra contact. There's bound to be as you put it into the dock. There's bound to be some just feeling around for the right point, and that all puts extra strain on yeah. the surround. It, the bit that in the photo you've supplied where it's kind of broken off a bit. Is that sort of high density plastic or is that aluminium? It's not clear. No, it's plastic. It's just it's just the plastic surround. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm being really picky here. I, I, I just don't know quite what to do about it, though, because I, I'm a bit dubious about trying to get superglue around a USB-C port and being really, really careful to do that. Or, as I say, just maybe cutting it off or just ignoring it. You know, in time, maybe it'll just be ripped off on, it, on its own accord. <laughs> Oh. It is on the very bottom of the phone, so you're not actually going to see it at all. Unless it's just that no. you happen to hold it in your hand and your fingers come across the slightly jagged edge, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Or or it gets caught on something and then rips it off. But then I, I, if it does, it does, I suppose. It's just a shame. You know what I'm like with yeah. my phones, and I just find it really, really annoying that it's it's not perfect because up till now it has been. Yeah, mind you, we don't, on most of these phones, we're kind of having half an eye on resale value, but I think we've decided between the two of us 
we're going to keep it in the family till death yeah. to us part. So the resale value yeah. is actually not affected too much. No, um, no, that, that's quite true. And so I shouldn't be too concerned about it, really. But um, it's, it's a it's a lovely phone. I'm, I'm, it's just such a shame that they're not supporting it anymore. Um, anyway, my SIM card this week, I just can't because I've had these health things going on and I've got the Galaxy Watch on the go constantly tracking all sorts of health stuff. It's been really hard for me to 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 remove my day my my sim card from the fold five um because it's just all set up in there i i really get it at times like this i get it why people get one phone and stick with it because uh, particularly if they've got peripheral equipment because in order to do what i normally do dancing around between all sorts of different phones i've got to set up the 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 watch again with the other phones in order to make it all happen or put the samsung phone in my back pocket all the time the watch talking to that and while i play with other things but yeah I, i guess because i've been really busy this week with that um, I just haven't had the uh, wherewithal to be dancing around between different phones. You've still got the flip devices around there as well, Ted, and then, of course, in the same ecosystem, so you could switch to those fairly yes. seamlessly. Uh, to some degree. I've, I've not tested that thoroughly, but switching the Galaxy Watch between devices, it yeah. seems to let you... The last time I tried, it seems to let you do it once, and then it wants to reset the phone, re- reset the watch. Um, but I haven't pushed it. Well, the, the, the phone that I'm most drawn to this week is the um, Motorola Edge 30 Ultra with its new Android 14 and so forth, and mm. now January security update. But in order to switch it over to that, I'm just guessing. You can install the health, the Galaxy Health software on it, no problem. But to, to switch it over to that device, I, I'm guessing that it's just going to be resetting the watch again, which is just a pain. Yeah. So, Joe, whenever you think you've got too many phones, just think how many phones Android phones Ted's got. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking exactly that, actually. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can't compete with Ted. Yeah, but uh, you've got a pretty good collection going on there, Ted. Um, every time I see a, a Samsung in the, um, the the PSE classifieds, I wonder whether that's one of yours. I presume at some point there'll be a bit of a clear out. Yeah, I guess so. Although I'm, I'm when when I when I think about selling a phone like the S23 Ultra, I see what they're going for now. Someone sold one for four hundred and seventy quid, and I think, well. For goodness sake, it wasn't that long ago. I paid 700 quid for this. Um, yeah. And this, the, the same goes now for the Fold 5. And the Flip 5, I'm, I'm sure that, the, 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 I think I said last week, I'm just discouraged um, by plummeting prices. And I, I don't think there's any way around that. You, you, even iPhones traditionally maintaining their value just are not now. And... Uh, this is the, this is the ball game we're in, and it doesn't encourage me to want to sell stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, talking of duos, as you were just then. A couple, first of all, Joe. I mean, you've got the original duo, which I presume you picked up at a bargain price at some point. And um, the duo two, I presume, has just never appeared on your radar. Um, I'd love to play with the duo two, but yeah, it's the price. I got the duo one for two hundred quid, the two hundred fifty-six variant, brand new, boxed. Wow. Um, yeah. But talking of damage, I've got a little crack on the back, so I feel your pain, uh, Ted. It is oh, it's devastating dear. when these things happen. What, in the glass? Yeah, along the oh, back. Um, a, a skin on it will will um, block it, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a real shame, isn't it? But at, mm. at, least, it's, um, it's, at least it's not on the front. <laughs> yes, true. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the main display is actually a, a real problem because uh, Microsoft can't even repair these anymore. Like on the original Surface Duo, if you s- literally smash the screen, they've still got stock. There is still stock around that you can buy another new one or get something swapped in device-wise. But the Duo Twos are so rare that if you if you smash the display of your Duo Two Ted or something goes wrong, it is literally unrepairable by anyone and it's almost irreplaceable. Wow. No, it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? But uh, we, we knew that. We, we, yeah. we as, yeah. you, as you said, we were in this game to keep it um, and and just enjoy it. And we know we know it's got a shelf life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but just talking of the duo, um, I can't believe it. But I, I, having you sent the uh, Ben's uh, originals duo back to me, I, I thought, well, I'll just put it in, in a drawer or put a test account on it. But I couldn't resist it, Ted. I put all my stuff on it, uh, signed into all my main accounts. And I've put my number two sim on GIFGAF in it. So it's Surface yeah. Duo is back in daily life again. And it's, look, it's the Surface yeah. Duo is a terrible camera by modern standards. It's not a great media player, the single speaker or the hinge gap. It's not a very good phone. It's impossible to pay for anything with. It's not good with most games. It's impossible to put into a case. But when juggling today's online info, you know, banking, logins, authentications, the Duo devices are absolutely the best. Anything referencey, think Wikipedia, reading in Kindle, they're just, they're just superb. So I keep it in another pocket. You, know, you keep it on your desk, but just I keep it and use it. I, I did say we wouldn't mention the Duo again for a while, but here we are again, Ted. <laughs> I've got all my data, all my accounts back on the Surface Duo. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it is really tempting, and this is where I this is why I found out about this damage to my Duo Two. It's because I I got it out um, this week, thinking I'm going to switch back to it again because I really liked it. I was playing with it, and uh, it, it's just it's just such a shame that it's abandoned. I if only they would give it a new lease of life. Or uh, having said that, um, the software. The software is quite annoying because it's on Android 12 and not even 13. So, so I think I mentioned again um, last week about, you know, some of the software not kind of doing the things that you'd expect from Android 14 or even 13 now. Um, and I was trying to restore my SMS messages to it today uh, or the yesterday, and it just wouldn't do it. So I, I, I have to un- uninstall and unpick it all. And, and, and that would never happen on an Android 14 phone. Um, so yeah, frustrations with the duos, but you're right; they're very, um, they're compelling companions. Yeah, I guess this thing with uh, Android version compatibility is just going to get worse and worse with any phone that's stuck on Android yeah. 12 or Android 11 or, or or further back. They're just going to get more and more unusable as applications beyond the very most mainstream applications will just get kind of left. That the developers will move them on compile against a newer version of android and you literally won't be able to install and run them on these older devices no absolutely we've got used to now what i've got used to now android 13 and 14 and the the benefits that that brings including restoring of data and um you know the 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 clever stuff that's going on um and uh, yeah it's quite difficult to move back joe what's your opinion of the pixel fold do you ever have hands-on uh, no, I haven't. Um, I would love to have, but I've still got um, question marks over the durability. Um, like the one we had in store, um, obviously it's prodded a lot daily, <laughs> but the, the screen did um, get some damage in the middle and I had to get a replacement demo. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
that just puts me off, especially for the price point. But it's a lovely piece of kit, definitely. And loads of people talk highly of it. So I think I should give it a go at some point. Yeah, reliable leaks for the Pixel Fold 2 are now out, pointing to it dropping the duo-like hinge and the duo-like form factor, which is joining the Z Fold 6 OnePlus open pack in being more sort of square when it's opened out rather than book-like, which I think is a bit of a shame, really. I did a, sh- a video short on this um, up on YouTube. We'll link some of my recent YouTube shorts in the show notes. Um, Ted will put those in at stevelitchfield.com, and you can go and see what I think. Um, do you, you follow my shorts, don't you, Joe? Yes, I did watch that one as well. I think I did comment because, um, yeah, I'm not impressed. and I, I don't like why they've dropped the um, camera bar because um, it's quite yeah. iconic for the pixels now. Why would they all of a sudden drop it? It must be something to do with the internals, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah, bear in mind that what we were looking at there was um, renders based on leaks. So it, it is entirely possible those are all actually wrong. But I, the thought I of, hope so. The thought of Google actually changing the hinge system and the form factor, that, that's the sort of thing Google will do year on year. They'll just change everything around because that's what Google does. But um, we shall see. Anyway, I'm really enjoying the original Pixel Fold here. I've still got the um, PR unit in there because I'm still producing content. I think they're happy to leave it with me for a bit longer. So I shall enjoy the Android QPR betas, Ted. Apparently, there's a new one coming out next week or so, and I'm still hoping for some of these um, features like the app pairs appearing at some point. I read somewhere in the week, I thought you said you were thinking of taking it off. Well, my idea was if they're not going to bring app pairs, um, which is the, the Surface Duo feature I've been longing for, in, in the, this beta, and we're going to literally have to wait for Android 15, then I think I'd rather just factory reset it, take it off beta, and launch everything up fully set up with my main account and just forget. Okay, forget app pairs. There's a third-party app, which whose name escapes me, but um, uh, is this something called Be Nice? Rings a bell. Um, and that brings you app pairs via a kind of clutch. So maybe I can go down that route. So... Maybe I'll do a full reset this week. It depends when the beta arrives. Although you've got the duo to do that with. Yes, I have indeed. I've got, I've got too many phones <laughs> as well, Joe. Sorry. Just, <laughs> you'll have this problem. Ten, ten years down the road, Joe, you'll have about 15 smartphones in your drawer. Yeah, no doubt. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> um, let us move on. Bygone Beauty is our new section for this year on PSC. And, and Ted and I take it in turns to choose phones from the past that... Uh, we think are particularly memorable. I'm going to go with the Apple iPhone 4. From the all-plastic iPhone 3 series, the 3 and the 3S, you get to a stunning steel and glass sandwich. Totally different materials. Not even aluminium. They went from plastic to stainless steel. Literal stainless steel. Sheer weight and heft in the hand. You get a sense of its value. I mean, it was expensive for the day, £500. But £500 for a flagship seems nothing in 2024 ironically um a half decent camera at least a decent mono speaker the top and bottom bezels were cr- seem crazy nowadays but they were symmetrical and these were the iphones of the day and they're based around the bottom touch id sensor and they had to have space for that and then you have to match the top bezel otherwise it would look weird apparently and this design would carry through the next few years until the iphone 10 of which more another time of a feel feeling that i might pick that for a bygone beauty in a few months time iPhone 4 having the glass on the back was really unusual for the day in 2010. It set the trend from then on, for better or worse. Um, I'm still happy with plastic backs, Ted, and they're more durable and they're cheaper to make and the devices be cheaper. But glass did look great, glass front and back, and it just did polish up well. Ultimately, the iPhone 4 dated badly with OS updates. Apple 
pushed one too many feature updates and it did get a bit laggy. And I think there's a lesson there for Google and it's five, six, seven years of updates, Ted, that uh, if, if we've said this many times. If they keep on adding features and adding stuff to an OS and pushing it back to older devices with older chipsets, those older devices just get too slow and too laggy. Yeah, I do agree. Um, but they didn't do badly with this device, did they, in that, in that respect? Yeah, they kept it going a number of years. And I've still seen like, people with iPhone 4Ss out there, and they've, they're out of support now. But they are still using them as phones and text devices and doing basic apps like Facebook and so forth. Um, mm. It's also quite fragile in terms of drops because the glass was kind of proud on both front and back. And yeah. There's the zero protection for this glass. Any amp impact on the ground would smash one of the two displays, however much stainless steel was used in the outside casing, which is something they then rectified. Um, after the 4S, you kind of went for the 5 Series. They dropped steel, went to aluminium on the back, so there was a, literally a metal back, so there was no more glass back shutters, at least for a while until we had the, the, the modern age, really, where the glass everywhere. So interesting design decisions at each stage, even if you're not an iOS fan. Um, any comments, Ted? you're right i i had one in my hand um i think i i I bought it from apple at the time and then returned it because i soon realized i didn't want to use ios um but i had it in my hand for a while and you're right it, it, it was a really nice design um and it kind of said to the other oems and the android oem oems out there look you can we, we can all create you can create a beautiful phone as well yeah and it was it was really nice the the what i do also remember about it was the uh, um integration with um itunes on my pc i i love that i used yeah. to i remember when i had my imac which you ultimately bought from me um i remember having a a hub of um itunes stuff and plugging in my phone in this case the iphone 4 um to my computer and managing it from there. I loved that. It, it made it feel like it was an MP3 player. And at the time, that was um, that was a big turn on to me. But yeah, ultimately, I didn't hang on to it. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it was it looked really, really nice. Yeah, Joe, presumably the iPhone 4 is what you were, I guess, a schoolboy at the time. So but you, you remember the 4? I do remember it because um, obviously a lot of people had it, but um, I wasn't obviously into it. Yeah. Um, but it looks very similar to an iPod Touch. Um, yeah, yeah. That I got my wife a few years later, um, or many years later. But they kept a similar design, really. Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, a couple of uh, iPod Touches in a drawer somewhere, and yeah, it's, it's interesting. They kept most of the iPhone design language with a with these thinner music players with the same sort of touch interface. That um, but yeah, iPhone four. And 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 now this design is is just coming back left, right, and centre, isn't it? This whole mm-hmm. flat metal edge, you know, yeah. wherever you look, everyone's doing it. And um, I, I don't I'm not quite sure that I, I, I get it, really. I, I was really disappointed with the, the nothing phone, the, the, the nothing phone one. I've not seen the, the second version of it, but it just was so clunky and it felt like it was old fashioned now. It's like, yes, the iPhone four at the time in its day was innovative and great and different but it just feels like it's old-fashioned now that whole design thing talking of materials joe you mentioned earlier you've got a sony is it the one mark five same as me yes yes beautiful are you you as impressed as i was again i did a youtube short on this about the ridged side and the textured back sony have done such a great job that you almost don't need a case would you agree 
Yeah, the only reason I've got it in the case, again, is partly habit. And I found I kept unlocking it too quickly because <laughs> fingerprint scanners in such a great oh, yeah. place. Yeah, I was yeah. unlocking it too quickly. So a yeah. case negates that for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's brilliant. Um, I really annoy Sam on the podcast sometimes scratching on the back in the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so I think materials-wise, Ted, I, I still hanker for something which has a, a non-scratchable, non-breakable back and, and decent metal sides. And I can't see why manufacturers are making it their phones so fragile the iphone 15 series um we had numerous drop tests after the 15 series dropped and with this but the pro series with with that slightly more convex slightly more exposed back glass and the slightest stress the slightest drop and that back glass shatters and it, it just seems so unnecessary yeah yeah I, I for me i the first thing i do as you know is put a tpu on my phone so what the edge and the back is made of really doesn't matter it's the the only bit i ever see is the front yeah. <laughs> but yeah if you were going to go um or naturel with your phone then you're right the the sony one is in an interesting design that that allows that the motorola think phone um certainly allows that there are some phones that are not robust inverted commas um specialist phones that just kind of get that equation right and 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 that was two that i just mentioned yeah no i've just noticed the time guys it's rushing on we need to get through things so photo of the week ted you've got to pick for us darren henley has taken a photograph which he's called rubbish (laughs) <laughs> and this is a, a picture right. of a, a street scene in Shoreditch in London, um, which he took with an iPhone 14 Pro, which is just a, a really, really busy scene of uh, every single inch, centimetre of the, the photograph has got something going on. It's, 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 a, it's an amazing photograph. It almost looks like a painting that someone has created in order to get that, to make sure that there's, tons and tons of stuff going on it's it's wonderful street photography and there's no, not a single person in it so it's not it's not relying on humans um interestingly chris kelly grabbed this from the MeWe group and had a go at making it darker because what um darren had done was to to, to make the highlights um in snapseed so that it was bright and vibrant and it was very white in a sense Whereas uh, Chris fancied having a go a darker version of it, which he did. Um, I, I like them both. I think I prefer um, on balance the, the the original from Darren. But yeah, street photography is just great. I I, I used to love doing this. Um, it's a real cracker of a, a picture. Um, I don't know, Joe. Which one do you prefer? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I like what Darren's done because he is a bit different, and I can see why he's done the highlights like that. Um, I'd probably go in between the two. So I can see Chris <laughs> has added a, a bit of a blur in there as well, which um, I quite like it without the blur. See, I'd say probably in between the two. Yeah, okay. yeah. It, it, it's so much detail. It's a great shot. It does also show that really, though, that photography is a bit of a process it later art form these days. It's not necessarily a bad thing. You kind of have to bear in mind when looking at any photo, I think, that what you see is not necessarily what the capture actually saw. But then you and I, Ted, and this group and this whole podcast, we love the fact that people are creating, quote, works of art from things yeah. sourced on, on, on phones, not necessarily just trying to take family snaps or this is yeah. how it was at the time. Absolutely. Totally agree. And well done to Darren. And well done to, 
to Chris as well for having a go at something different with that. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a good friendly group. So link in the show notes to PSC photos. Um, if you want to kind of show us what you can do with your phone and create the, the only rule we have is that, um, any, post processing needs to be done with the tools on the phone yeah um and so so yeah um do come and join us and show us what you can do you can also join us on me we um, many groups mentioned the show but also psd classifieds um so what have you got pick wise for us this week ted uh, just for this week there's a xiaomi 11t pro in gray 256 gigabyte, 8 gigabyte version, good condition. It's got the MIUI software at the moment, but HyperOS is coming. And this is the one that charges from 0 to 100% in 17 minutes, if you remember. So really good phone. 160 quid. Unbelievable. Mm. Pixel 8, 128 gigabyte version in Obsidian, uh, mint condition, 415 quid. There's a Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 5 in blue. 512 gigabytes, 725 quid, including, um, sorry, uh, excellent condition, box and case. That one is the one that um, I spoke about last week that Marek was going to have a go with, Marek Polowski, and he's decided after a, a, a little while using it that it's not quite for him, but it's a, it's a great phone and it's the same as the one I've got, essentially. And lastly, the Z Flip 4 which we spoke about before, 256 gigabyte in black has been reduced by the seller there to 309 quid. So, yes, only four, but some interesting choices there. Um, Joe, someone else's money? Someone else's money. I guess I'd um, get into the Fold game and give that a go. Hmm? Yeah, the Z Fold 5 5 in blue, half a terabyte, excellent condition, boxed with case, 725 quid all in, I think that's a great price. That would be my pick as well, Ted. Yeah, definitely. Um, although, I, that, that I, I know I said I don't particularly like the Xiaomi front end, but look at that 11T Pro with 256 gigabytes and um, up-to-date software with the, the new OS coming, um, 160 quid. Wow. I, that, that is such a bargain. Yeah. I can't it's believe that no one snapped it up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Always oh, pocket, it's not. pocket money prices, Ted. Cheapest chips. Indeed. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> PSC Classifiers Group is on is in MeWe, so um, if you want to join in with that, then we do try to control the membership there. So um, drop me an email, uh, me being Ted Salmon, and um, we'll talk about that. Talking of cheap of ch- cheapest chips, I'm assuming there's a tech addicts tomorrow, Ted? There is. There's a te- tech addicts tomorrow. Um and this coming week, there's also a projector room um, and lots of audio podcasts. Podhub UK is where you'll find links to all of those. Um, you can also find them at tedsalmon.com, which is where you'll also um, find links to all sorts of stuff. So just head across there. And if you want to buy me a coffee or a shot of insulin, you can do that <laughs> at <laughs> paypal.me forward slash tedsalmon. Lovely. Um, thank you for coming on, Joe. Any last words? Oh, it's been a pleasure. I just wanted to say that everyone check out Ted's written reviews because um, they're fantastic and not enough good written reviews are out there, I think. Oh, thank um, you, and check Joe. Out... That's really encouraging because My pleasure. Most, we, we seem to live in a world where only people appreciate video reviews. And I, I kind of quite often go to great lengths to write a long, long review, like four and five thousand words. And I get about 
you know, a hundred looks at it from the, the, the stats. And I think, well, what am I bothering doing this for? Um, but that, so that's really encouraging that you said that. And obviously some, you know, some people do like to see it. I'll keep doing it, Ted, definitely. Um, Cheers. Yeah, I'd love to see it more. And um, yeah, check out the Nomad Tech Project. Yeah, who will be live tomorrow evening as we record this or today evening if you're listening to this on the Sunday morning. Um, jolly good. Well, show notes at stevelitchfield.com. We have guests coming up. Very exciting. So do look forward to that. Weekly podcast. Uh, you can buy me a beer at stevelitchfield.com slash paypal.hdm. And a cheery goodbye from my two co-hosts. Goodbye. Catch you next week on the phone show chat. <laughs>